Yo, so this weekend, I'm like chilling at my neighbor's house. We're having a good time. We're doing the whole shebang thing, you know, like hanging out. And I come out of the bathroom and I turn right and I go into the laundry room just to start talking to my neighbor, Ben. And Ben starts laughing like uncontrollably. And I'm like, what? And he tells me to look down. Carl, while I was at baseball on Thursday night, Ben and Jason broke into my house and stole all of my underwear. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Straight up. What? I got panty rigged. (laughs) 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 They were they were just your boys wanna go on a panty raid? They had the conversation, and then they're like, yo, like we should just go steal Brian's underwear. It, it would be yeah, funny. An untraditional panty raid, but I, I love the gesture. And very yeah, funny. They were like, we thought you were going to come over earlier. I was like, nah, I found a pair of underwear this morning like in my hamper. So I was like, not confused. Let, let's be honest. Wait, wait, wait. Before we continue, that was definitely on the floor, not on the hamper, but let's continue. No, it was it was in the hamper. I, I swear to God. I had done laundry like the night before, so it was in the hamper. I, I'm patting my head and I'm wearing a hat, so I'm saying cap. <laughs> now nah, they took all the underwear off the floor. They actually separated it out between dirty and clean in two separate cardboard boxes. It was wow, very considerate. Nice. It was very considerate. But it's like yeah. you gross that they touch your dirty underwear. Oh, it's high key gross. High key gross. But Whatever you're into. Yeah, they were worried I was going to be mad, and I was just dying laughing. Bro, they literally just did some laundry for you at the end of the day. My clean underwear is still in a cardboard box on my floor. I know you're not going to put that back either. Nah, I got to do laundry before I go uh, on my spring break trips, but yeah, no. 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 <laughs> it, it was It was really, really funny, though. They were like... Could our friendship potentially be ruined? Like, is this too far? And I was just dying. I was just dying. <laughs> Very untraditional panty raid, but damn, easy laundry. I, I can now say for the rest of my life that I have been the victim of a panty raid. Pull that SpongeBob clip every time. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How are we doing, Carl? Was good. How are you, Brian? I'm good. I'm good. We got no video this week. Okay. We (laughs) got no video this week because um, Carl is up here in Ithaca at our friend Sam's house. Yep. So you will only be hearing my voice. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sure. Cool. I think I think everybody would rather just hear your voice instead of look at that ugly face. Yeah, fair enough. I always wear a hat recently anyways. I need to get yeah, a haircut probably. You're turning into me with the hats. Yeah, I know. You, you really are. You really Oof. are. We had a pretty nice uh, weekend of Prem action. Not going to lie. It was exciting. I watched a bunch of the matches. It was Carl, very entertaining. Carl was not a happy camper. No. But it so, was still entertaining. Yeah. I um I woke up Saturday morning expecting a nice 
well played even match between Aston Villa and Southampton. Yeah. We did not get that. No. Not in the slightest. No. Villa Villa like, um battered them. Yeah. And the best description of the entire weekend is just smackings on smackings. It really was a weekend of smackings with one match that we'll get into a little later that could have been an instant classic if it were between two separate sides. By far with the goals that were scored. I'm watching this match and Ollie Watkins opens up the scoring in the ninth minute and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And then Douglas Louise scores right before the half and then right after the half, Coutinho and Ings net to go up 4-0 and that was it. That was it. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm very pleasantly surprised because it's, you know, my guy Stevie G. But I was expecting more from the Saints here. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure what's been happening the past couple of weeks that like they what really didn't translate is their shots on target. Like overall, they outpossess them, but one shot on target. Yeah, they really didn't feel threatening. In past weeks, you could see everything translate into some sort of threat. I feel like Villa did a really good job of sort of just playing the counter and really dominating that and really being able to pull possession after possession from the back, which is difficult to do, but they have good enough center backs that can play it out in Mings and... um. I always forget they're always other center back. Well, Cash and Young are just disgusting. So, but Callum Chambers was their center, their second center back, but he's newly arrived from Arsenal. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I just thought this was overall an absolute drilling, something I didn't really expect. I didn't expect, but I'm. I, I'm happily surprised on Villa's behalf, and I think Southampton showed promise of development throughout the game, so it wasn't entirely trash for them getting battered for now. Like it is trash on like well, it's never it's never good to outpossess yeah. a team by that degree and still lose four nil. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but you got to take some positives out of it. And I think Southampton will be able to progress throughout the season and still continue playing well. Yeah. But great job by Villa. I don't really know if there's any positives that they can take out of it because they were playing so well. Yeah. Now they get shat on. I guess. And their next match is against a surging Newcastle. Yeah, but Southamptons are the draw artists of the Prem. Like I thought that was Man United. Don't get me started. Um, okay, not cool. after that derby, but... Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we'll get into the derby in a little bit, but... Yeah. Yeah, so Villa Southampton was just... Not goals on goals expected. on goals for Villa. Not at all what we expected last week. We no. were talking about how we thought it was going to be an even match. It was not. 
great game by Coutinho, though. And yes. I, yes. I love seeing him play well, despite him previously being a Liverpool player. He just is a comeback kid, so yep. love yep. seeing it. Carl was um, horrendously wrong with what he thought was going to happen with Burnley and Chelsea. He he yeah. predicted a close, not close, but more of a dominant one nil win. Yeah, I'm just. It was dominant. It was, it was gonna, dominant. I'm yeah, but it was four nil. I'm just gonna <laughs> read off some stat lines here. Chelsea had seventy two point six percent possession. Bro, for, first half did not say this though. No, like, no, no. They dominated the second half. Yeah, but like they first dominated half, the first half. They dominated yeah. the first half in terms of possession and in terms of just like chances and creating And then they dominated something. the second half on the score sheet. Oh my goodness. Reese James scored a banger. Kai Havertz scored a brace. Pulisic netted. The Blues look like, at least this past weekend, they looked like what we all expected them to be this season. And yeah. I thought it was a very impressive performance with everything going on with Abramovich listing the club for sale yeah exactly which will give more updates as that develops there's not really also too much to talk about there he's asking like over three billion he's going to donate the proceeds to um victims of ukraine and he's also yeah. gonna wipe the debt that the club owes him to yeah. whoever buys it so if you buy the club from him you don't have to pay him the money that chelsea owes him yeah. which is nice but yeah in terms of the game, what was really interesting is the lack of Lukaku despite having such a dominant win. And I I know there's been like controversy with him, but like I want to see him more on the pitch. And also I just did the exact controversy thing that you always say that I do. Yeah, I, I was gonna call you out on it again. Yeah. But yeah, I just think this gets Chelsea back on track. It gives them something like really, really, really positive to draw on as the Champions League um, yeah. is going to approach. So I think that's good for them overall. I mean, it's horrendous for Burnley. Horrendous for Burnley. Great momentum for Chelsea. Very yeah. dominant win. Yeah. Not much more to say. Not much more to say. Um, I mentioned before that Newcastle have been surging. They haven't lost in quite some time. Yeah, they are they, exciting to watch week in and week out. They beat Brighton 2-1. Not really much I want to mention on that match, just to say that they beat Brighton 2-1. They haven't lost in quite some time. Yeah. I don't know what their exact um, unbeaten run is, but, you know. They're rising. I, I think... I think it's safe to say that at this point, they're not going to get relegated. Yeah, I'm happy to say that because they're really exciting to watch now. They're really exciting to watch. One of the funniest things that happened, in my opinion, this entire weekend. I wasn't able to catch this, so I didn't even know this happened. Until, like, what, 35 minutes ago when we were talking? Yeah, but, when Brian told it to me. So, during the Norwich-Brentford match with which Brentford won 3-1 at Carrow Road. Yep. Brandon Williams gets pulled down by a Brentford player, lands on top of him, and you can tell that in the clip, 
that he's about to shove the player because he's mad that he brought him down. And then he opens his eyes a little bit more and sees the player who brought him down. And then he just gives Christian Eriksen a big old hug. You you have to. You have to. It, It was one of those moments that was like pure anger turned into pure joy where he was like, homie, I'm so happy you're back on the pitch man is back like that's all that matters at this point it, it's just an amazing comeback i love seeing him on the pitch any contribution from him is amazing and he's actually contributing really well so yep i love it Ivan tony had a hat trick in this match uh two of them were pens but one of the things i really want to note erickson adds a dimension to brentford that they did not have before yeah they now have a dead ball specialist. Yeah. Corners, free kicks. He can hit him with the best of them. Well, not really the best of them. I would still take Kieran Trippier and James Ward-Prowse over him, but... I was about to say, there's a couple of people that are better than him, but he is damn good. And also, he's... Yes. I, I, I'm going to bring up FIFA for no reason, but he's okay. amazing with both feet. Um, He's a five-star like weak foot player uh like in fifa and in real life it's just amazing what he can do with either foot yeah yeah he he really it's just so nice to see him back i love it i love I loved it. his touch i loved like the way that he used to play for spurs despite spurs being spurs like i i want to see him succeed i totally agree i totally agree Wolves Palace was a big surprise. It really yeah. was. Wolves went from trying to push their way into European places, maybe with a hope of an outside shot at the top four. Yeah. To no longer. They have lost their last three matches. I, yeah. They lost to Palace. I guess it was just a hot run, but they they yeah. were on a very good hot run. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And, That's really and I, all I got for that. If you got more, go ahead. They're they have a scrappy style that I really like to watch, so I'm hoping they're able to succeed in the future. But I, I think their team lacks a couple a couple places where where they can definitely improve, like in the midfield. But yeah, that's more because of age and just development within the central midfield. Yeah. That's yeah, I couldn't have said that better myself, honestly. Yeah. Liverpool kept pace with what they need to do to eventually have any chance of overtaking City with a one nil win at West Ham. They, um, they're Trent Alexander-Arnold made a fantastic goal line clearance. I think they're going to do it. Do you really? I I honestly am rooting for them at this point. The way that they keep on pulling out the wins is very similar to to their title run like a couple years ago when it was just like, are they going to actually like win these games? And even though it was like a goal in the 27th minute and it wasn't like a very dominant game by West Ham, like going into the match, it was like, are they going to play this way? Are they really going to do this again? Because may they could do it. They could do so, it. Man City so looks you, good, but do you know who 
Well, you know what I'm going to go with. I'm not even going to ask the question. Luis Diaz is disgusting. Yeah, he's good. He is very good. He is disgusting. I, I love him. I want a jersey at some point. I just like I, what they're doing in the attacking half. Like, they're just crazy pressure from all sides. You have every single one of them as dominant wingers that can also play striker. It's weird. Every single one of them are capable of playing striker to some degree. So when they cut inside, it's very serious threats. And I didn't really expect that from Luis Diaz, but Jesus, he, he's pretty good. So I, I wasn't expecting that. If they can keep on pulling that and they can have this dominant back line as they have in past years, I think it's really hard for City to to continue their form when Manu was even able to slip in a goal, despite like a great, like, Oh my God, it was, it was a beautiful goal. It was a beautiful goal by Sancho and I love seeing it. And I was so surprised. We're going to talk about the Derby though. So yeah, but like with, with, with city, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm liking the way that Liverpool looks a little more than city, despite city's dominant win in the Derby. I just think it's going to have to come down to Liverpool beating City on April 9th. And I think they can, which is what I'm saying. I do too. And then at that point, both sides won't be able to slip up and the title could come down to goal differential. Exactly. And honestly, the way that Liverpool's playing, I'd give them a better goal differential because they could probably slip six past a really crappy team. Uh, I, I don't know about that, actually, because both of them can slip, slip six past, like, not a crappy team because no team in the Prem is crappy, but, like, a lower side um, yeah. in the Prem, yeah. such as Manchester United. Uh, yeah. But let's move on. Yeah. So, Watford Arsenal was... Classic. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it was an instant classic. Had yeah. this match been between two like big six sides we could have called it the match of the season easily every every single goal was stunning in its own regard oh the team buildup on almost every single arsenal goal had you drooling odegaard's goal was beautiful yes cucho hernandez's equalizer in the 11th was one of the cleanest bicycle kicks i've seen in a decent amount of time it's been a minute. Like I've seen better, of course, because I've yeah. seen Ronaldo's and Bale's. But um, yep. the we aren't talking about them. Players this of that caliber. Amazing. We're talking about Cucho Hernandez from Watford. I'm not even saying players of that caliber because he's a pro player and is capable of doing crazy things. But like, yeah, damn, that was a great shot. It was beautiful. And then. Yeah. Lacazette's assist to Bukoyo Saka for that banger was. Stunning. I, I regret then, saying stuff about Lacazette after seeing that. So, like, high key, high key, Arsenal would not have scored that third goal had yeah. it not been for Michael Arteta. I know I showed you the highlight earlier today, but the highlight didn't show that right before that buildup play, the ball goes out of bounds. 
Arteta picks up the ball, tosses it to Saka, and points. And the ball goes from out of bounds to back in play about as fast as the corner taken quickly by Liverpool. Oh, damn. And, no, yeah. And then it was pass, pass, layoff by Lacazette, and a beautiful, and when I say beautiful, I mean beautiful yeah. finish by Martinelli. Yeah. And Sizoko's late kind of, I'm going to call it a consolation goal. Yeah, at that, that point it was. That's really what it was. Um, Not the same kind of buildup, not the same kind of team play. But great goal. Very well slotted finish. Yeah. Like very well slotted finish. Exactly. This match just had everything. It had back and forth scoring. It had stunning goals. It had beautiful team play. Arsenal looked good. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Watford to look as good as they were, though. I wasn't either. Yeah, I have to give some props. So, Arsenal are now in the top four. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. Should they finish top four, I think Arteta could end up being manager of the year. I know we talked about that with Brendan a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But I, I just, I hate to admit it, but I love the way they're playing right now. I really, really do. It's so pleasing yeah. to the eye. He's taking advantage of all of their all of their talent. Even it, Ben White, who we were dogging on in the beginning of the season, is starting he's to looking good. He's coming into his own. Yep. Gabriel's also like pretty solid next to him, although he has a tendency to come up really close behind players and like nick their heels and give away like poor fouls. Gabriel but, does that all the time and that's when i say like arsenal is very like foul prone he leads that charge because i don't know what's up with them i get he's also a very aggressive player though so like it's his style it's way it's a way to get under people's skin and maybe like it it works really well for him so it's his yeah so so carl i just need to ask you what are your thoughts on Kevin De Bruyne? Yo, man shot like at the net probably like 20 times. And like the hair was like block, block, block. <sighs> you, you, you can put it in, please. I'm done. So the, the first goal wasn't like that. The first goal was a brilliant yeah. team play build up. Pass Don't get me finish. wrong. Yeah. The second goal. I am putting full blame on Harry Maguire. Yeah. De Gea makes a fantastic save. Yeah. And Maguire fully all in 100% has time to clear the ball either out for a corner or out to the side. Just somewhere. He dummies it. He dummies it in his own six yard box and lets off another shot. And then there's a rebound and then De Bruyne finishes again. Exactly. That's the exact goal that I'm talking about. Um, and yeah. it was just really disappointing to watch this game in general because despite the amazing goal by Sancho, which I love to see because Sancho is like a big signing for Manchester United and I wanted to see more of this throughout the season. Jesus, like Manchester United looked in shambles the entire game. 
Like I, I, it was except just for really, at the equalizer, but that was better. yeah, yeah. But that was for like <laughs> five minutes. Like yeah. if we're talking about the entire game, it really wasn't too exciting. Yeah. Like it. So yeah, you were working during this game. Yeah, I wasn't serving anyone. I'm a server, by the way. I was not helping anyone. Um, I. So did you did you see both of Riyad Mahrez's goals? Yeah. Do you know the FIFA play where you take the corner out wide for the volley? Man City pulled a FIFA play. And um, what did Manchester United do? Nothing. Watch the ball go. I mean, it was a great, it was a great yeah, was, cross off the corner and a it, great finish. It was finish. very good. It was very good. But I, I just want to shit on the side right now. Like it, I it think was you, just, you guys just, you straight up got outclassed. Yeah. You. Right now, Manchester is blue. Historically, yes. Manchester is red. Yes, but, but like. Manchester's been blue for a decade now. They're starting to catch up. They're they're starting to catch up. You have thirteen prem titles. They have like four. What I'm saying is like you have a long-standing hundred-plus-year history that's bigger right. than theirs. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, we have a long-standing. Another decade's like, not going to be enough. We. Honestly, recently, what have we had going for us in the past 10 years when I really got into this? Your argument is right in terms of like the recency and the 10 years and this and that. But like history says you're negating you're negating the the 100 plus years of history. Dominance. 100 years of like dominance. It, it it was crazy. And I well, it wasn't full on dominance for 100 years. It was more so like. Very good play from like yeah. a lot of and different then, teams, and then and then Fergie for showed Fergie, up. yeah, yeah, Fergie yeah. was just different because that that's all I knew. I knew like I didn't even I I sort of knew like the end of Fergie into like nothingness. So it's not. Yeah, you got into Man U at the wrong time, my guy. Yeah, good thing I like Bayern Munich too. But um, why would I really watch them win the league every year? I learned that after watching it four years in a row. I like watching highlights more now. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I actually will give you that. So we got one more Prem game. Then we're going to do our predictions. Right, so but... our, our last Prem game. Honestly, for me, one of the shockers of, of this this match week. I would say it's a shocker, too, because I wasn't expecting Tottenham to be able to pull anything like this. The result wasn't the shocker for me. It was the manner in which it happened. Yeah. Spurs bent Everton over a barrel. I was expecting Everton. Put them on a helicopter, sent them to America, and showed them all 50 states. So Everton, um, as you guys have known, um, has been playing pretty shit um dude i saw a meme today of watford and norwich sitting on a couch next to the sky bet um championship logo and it was like come here everton yeah 
Yeah, I... Yeah. I actually think they'll be able to get it together enough to stay afloat. I don't given... think they're going to get relegated. I think no, it's very similar No, but I could see them finishing to... 17th. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar, or not similar to, like, an Arsenal situation of a couple years ago when they finished just above that, but they they finished higher than that. They finished, like, 12th. No, I think they finished in the top 10. They finished top 10 that year? They might have. Yeah, they might have. It was, it was nothing like this. Yeah, no, no. It was nothing yeah. like this. Like, the... Like, Arsenal had a bad start. Now they're amazing again. Like, I don't know. Amazing is a stretch, but they're a quality side. They're fun to watch. They're, they're like, really They're fun amazing to watch. To watch. Like, to, I test. I test amazing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll give um, you that. Yeah, because I, I still wouldn't take them over, like, City or anything. Yeah, but, I do think they can only go up. I think Everton can still go down pretty far. Yeah, I think Everton can still go down. Because I think Lampard's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, there is not much positives to take out of this match, and Spurs were just like, hey, if you guys are really not going to play well at all, we're just going to take advantage of this. Yeah. Like, they yeah. smelt blood in the water with the own goal and just kept it up throughout the entire Entire I saw, first I saw a meme that I the second half. I meant to send you, but it was a message on Xbox from a FIFA 20 online match. Mm-hmm. And it basically summed up this match. And the guy said, Hey mate, you're clearly the better player. Do you mind just passing the ball around the back for the entire second half? I want to eat some toast. Yeah. That 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 is basically what Everton could have said to Spurs for this match. That's pretty much what Spurs did um, at the end of the match. So yeah, yeah, I think they could have piled on more goals if they wanted to. It it could have been close to like could it could have could have been like Southampton menu. No, I think it could have been more if they kept that momentum. Like uh, Carl, I was just trying to roast you. I know it could have been more. Yeah, I know, but like, like I'm saying they, they. they could have put up Holland numbers. Harry Kane's market value could have went up like a little bit. Like, fair. <laughs> fair, fair. But crazy what Spurs were able to do in that match. I don't know if that's more of a knock to Everton or I should be rejoicing at Spurs performance i think um, i think it's a rejoice at spurs they they played well they, the uh, handshake between lampard and conte at the end yeah. was just lampard looked so pissed so pissed like beyond the everton were just i i don't even know what to say about their performance yeah. yes Akar, you want to read off our prediction stores before we get this going yeah, so Brian and I both scored. Guess how many, guys? Guess how many? Ten. We scored ten. And, I just uh, need to note that I got every single match correct except for Wolves Palace. Yeah, he got the scores. I didn't get a single score correct, but I got yeah. every single result except for one. Yep. I'm so, getting better. I'm getting better. 
we're starting to catch this. And also, I was just optimistic on two of mine. So, I, I, what, I will. What's the total score right now? Uh, so, currently, it is 182 to 169. Haha. <laughs> and then nice. uh, Val has 60. Um, Why? Are, you don't need to read Val's overall score. He joined late. All right. So, he got nine points this week, though. So, yeah. he had one point less. But Let's hope he gets crazy. nine next week, too. Why? Because he's at 60, Carl, and I'm a child. Wow. <laughs> so we actually oh, don't have Val's predictions right now. We're just going to add them in after. Um, yeah, we don't We don't have Val's predictions because I had baseball practice tonight from 9 to 11, and then uh, I went and hung I'm out with Carl because he's at Sam's, and yeah. we forgot to ask him. Yeah. Just straight up, like, we forgot to ask him. Yeah, so we're asking him later because yep. I didn't want to ask him if he was sleeping. Yep. So yep. we're not we don't have any vow predictions to read this week. But Brian's gonna start it off. <laughs> I was gonna say I was about to say I'm gonna go first. That was funny because So I'm gonna run it down starting with Thursday, March tenth. We got uh Chelsea going to Norwich. I think Chelsea beat them three nil, especially after the way they just demolished Burnley. Oh yeah. I'm going to take Newcastle 2-1 over Southampton here. I knew you were going to take Newcastle because they're on the unbeaten run. Yes. I mm, Watford Wolves is hard for me because Watford played so well against Arsenal. And Which Wolves are a better have been side playing like doo-doo. Yeah. But... I'm going to go Wolves 1-0 here. Wow. So you're guessing scrap fest. Yes. I think I think Aston Villa take leads uh 2-0. I think they're going to build off their last performance. Although Leeds look totally different in Jesse March's first match in charge. I completely agree. I think good things are coming for them. We glanced over that match. Um, Lester beat them, but I think Jesse March actually was on the record saying the only negative was the result. They played quite well. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Saturday, the 12th, I think Liverpool take Brighton out 3-0. I'm going to take Brentford 2-0 over Burnley. Can't believe I'm about to do this. I'm taking Spurs 2-1 over United. I'm sorry, Carl. That hurts. That hurts. I'm going to take Chelsea to end Newcastle's... (laughs) Newcastle draw. (laughs) I'm going to go with a draw. 1-1. I'm going to go 1-1. I'm also then I'm gonna take Wolves two nil over Everton because Everton are doo doo. Leeds two nil over Norwich. Leeds are really hard to predict right now because I don't fully have an understanding of their play style. I yeah. Southampton's gonna see get like things two more matches. Southampton's gonna get things a little bit more back on track with a win two one at home versus Watford. West Ham Villa is going to be exciting. Yes. I think I'm going to take Villa. 
I'm going to take Villa 2-1 here. Honestly, I have no clue. I'm looking at that game, and I'm just like, what am I going to choose? <laughs> so Arsenal 3-1 over Leicester, and then City 3-0 over Palace. What you got? I got uh, City Palace. You forgot about City Palace? Yeah, my ass. Carl's Wait, not the it, smartest of the bunch. Is City Palace actually in this? I literally just checked. From yeah, City Palace, time. Monday, March 14th. Monday, uh, I'm a bot. I forgot. The we, we record Monday nights, Carl. Oh. Yeah. Why can't I read? No, we know you can't read. To all our listeners um, in the, what is it now, almost four years I've known Carl. It hasn't been, it hasn't really been, nah, three, yeah. four? Four. Really? Yeah, shit, it's been four years. Sophomore four year, years. junior year, senior year, grad school for me. Um, Carl, straight up, all the time, just goes, yeah, I can't read. I'm, like, actually not sure if he can. I just sort of look at things, and if they make sense, they make sense. If they don't, I'm confused. He looks at letters and hopes. Yep. All right, read <laughs> your predictions down so we can get out of here. All right. Uh, Norwich versus Chelsea. I'm going to take Chelsea 3-0 because I don't think Norwich are very good. Southampton, new, very good against Chelsea. Southampton, Newcastle. I am going to Southampton are not bouncing back. You're right about that because they had like a good performance but just couldn't finish. I think they'll continue a losing streak, but I think it will be a close game. I think it will be 3-2 uh, Newcastle. Nice. Um, Wolves, Watford. I am taking Wolves 2-1. Uh, Leeds Villa. I'm taking Villa three one. I liked Leeds, but I want to see more out of them. Like I want to yeah. see more games, not more out of them. Um, yeah. Right in Liverpool, Liverpool all the way. Sorry, not sorry. Three nil, and I hate saying that. Uh, Brentford, Burnley. I I loved watching Brentford. Uh, 3-0 Burnley or 3-0 Brentford over Burnley Ooh. Man U Spurs um, I, I have to take Man U but Spurs looked really really good Um, I'm predicting that Spurs will actually win this but uh, I'm going to take Man U 2-1 um, <laughs> Chelsea says Spurs are going to win picks Man U because he feels like he has to I I at least I can pick my side every week with confidence. I go on record saying I will never pick against my side. I will never pick against my side. I will either choose a draw, and I don't like Spurs, so I'm choosing a win. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, Newcastle. Chelsea's just better than Newcastle. I, I don't think Newcastle can keep this undefeated run against them. But 2-1. Like, I think it's going to be like... A decent match. Um, Everton Wolves. Wolves. 2-0. Everton look awful. Yep. Uh, Dude, Leeds... Pickford was yelling all over the place at his defense. Yeah. Today. Yeah. 
I, I don't think they're gonna come together and really unite within that amount of time. I don't either. Uh, Leeds, Norwich. I like Leeds. I'm gonna take two nil. I'm being optimistic. Leeds. Um, they're they're on the come up. Hopefully. Um, Southampton, Watford. I'm a big Southampton supporter, and at at this point, because I I can't say I'm a Man U supporter because I, I just hate myself saying that. Um, you're like Max Kellerman in the Knicks. Exactly. Uh, three one Southampton over Watford. Uh, I'm. I think this is their bounce back game. Uh, because they lost the game before West Ham Villa. Villa, but West Ham's gonna play damn well. So, uh, this can't be a classic. This isn't gonna be a three two classic. Two one Villa. Uh, over West Ham Arsenal Leicester. 3-1 Arsenal. Shit, he's going to run all over Palace. Um, but Palace is home, so maybe they score. No, they don't score. 3-0 <laughs> shitty. And that's going to wrap up our predictions for this week. Uh, we'll update you guys on the scores next week with Val's predictions. Just yep. counted for. Yep. I'm also looking into creating a template for Instagram so I can post what we're predicting. I think that would be a nice addition. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's all we got. Yeah. You got anything else, Carl? No, Brian smells weird, and I may play Elden Rings and just, like, really Hate rage. Yeah. yeah, I got to start that game over. I really, really do. Yeah, he wants to be a magician, and I like being uh, the one dude who goes in with the big sword. <laughs> so I told him to choose the big sword, dude, and he doesn't like that. <laughs> no, no, I do not. Yep. You know, game game's fun. Game is whatever. You but... just made the weirdest face in the world, you bot. <laughs> I couldn't get the outro to play. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Much love and peace. Oh, yeah, but Carl, <laughs> I I have a major love-hate relationship with that game. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs>